inner secrets of healing. In this special episode, we will explore spiritual perspectives on healing, inner questions to open your consciousness, open your mind to whatever it is life is asking of you, how to surrender and come into both acceptance and willingness for transformation, and the deeper reasons behind our illnesses and ailments. Oceans of love and welcome. This topic today is so near and dear to my heart. It's one of my favorite topics. I've been through several rounds of deep healing journeys myself, and I'm even still in one now. As many of us, I'm sure, are in one way or another. And today we're going to share and reflect on this this very dynamic topic of healing. We are dynamic beings. We're spiritual. We have a mind. We have a heart. We have a body. We have relationships and connections. We're connected to the elements and the earth. We have a calling and work in the world. There are so many levels of our life that... My goodness, just to be a human soul, I really think we all deserve a round of applause because it can be so much, so much just to be here. And especially in the state of today's world where on top of that, there's just so much happening, so much moving. There are so many souls here and as I'm sure a lot of you listening are empathic and intuitive and and spiritually minded sense energy, it can really be a lot. So part of my intention and Michael's intention, I know too for, for today is to create this space for you, create this space for you to just for now zone all of those other things out happening on the field of action and to take the time to really go deep in your own mind and heart to create a space to uncover whatever it is life might be asking you to heal whatever it is in consciousness that you're being asked to shift to open to to transform because as we make these inner shifts in our consciousness This will support the healing of our bodies, of our minds, of our emotions. So really today also is about what you can do. I know that I know that when we're sick and we're in pain and oh gosh, sometimes it's so devastating and and so hard and we may feel frustrated at what we can't change, what seems not to be budging. So today it's really about going deep into the wisdom and grace to recognize what you can do and and also really filling ourselves with that courage to take those steps. Mm, so beautiful, so beautiful. So the big question we always want to begin any exploration with is, am I willing Am I willing? Am I willing to heal? Am I willing to explore something that maybe I hadn't been aware of before? When we go through strange and wondrous challenges with our health, it can be devastating, like Ariel was saying. I mean, I've seen her go through all sorts of things. Both of us recently went away on a trip, on a plane, and it was the busiest travel period in planes since before COVID. And we ended up getting COVID on our trip. And both of us really had a very strange experience where we were, both of us had at one point delirium, extreme headaches, extreme pain, and could barely get out of bed. It was, you know, pretty rough, actually, pretty rough experience. But having come out of that, when we got home, it really helped 
to bring us to a higher level personally and in our work and being of service. So it went from extreme pain and discomfort in an unusual environment, staying in an Airbnb in a different part of the country. And then we came back and it was such a huge blessing. But did we enjoy it? Did we fully enjoy the pain, the headaches, not being able to sleep? No, we, I can't say we enjoyed it. You know, we have an expression that we try and live by pleasure, pleasure, <laughs> and nothing but pleasure. Just as a, as a principle, a spiritual principle, to be in a higher state of consciousness. But that wasn't very easy to do during that period. And there's lots of challenges that are going to come up along the way. So the first question is always, am I willing to learn something new? Am I willing to explore what this is trying to teach me? And one of the things that we, we'd like to invite you to think about is that each ailment has contained within it a certain medicine or a certain message. Any kind of pain is a messenger. So for example, if I put my hand on a hot stove and my fingers get burned, that pain will inspire me to pull my hand back immediately. If I didn't feel the pain at all, some people can't feel things in their fingers or in their hands, so they might end up burning their hand because they can't feel the pain. So the pain is trying to deliver us a message. And what tends to happen is that we get levels of pain. So the first level is very, very subtle. It's like a whisper very subtle whisper, very slight experience of discomfort. And we might not notice that because it's so quiet. Then it gets a little bit more intense and we can still distract ourselves or ignore it and think, you know, I'm just going to carry on anyway. It's probably going to deal with itself or go away. Then it starts to get worse and it starts to get worse. And often it actually has to reach an extreme level where we have no chance of ignoring it before we stop and begin to really look at what is this message. Mm. So really at whatever level we're, we're catching it at and sometimes it can be like, like very clearly, we can see that clearly in our life that there were like subtle messages and then it got louder and louder. I think that does happen very often. Sometimes it goes back lifetimes, you know, I mean, we see young children who suddenly, you know, at three years old have a severe form of cancer or something like that, right? Sometimes it's, it's really, it's going far back. There's a lot of deep significance, deep significance in in what's arising for us. And if what we want to look at is that every challenge is a profound opportunity. One of my favorite quotes that I can wholeheartedly affirm from experience is every adverse situation contains within it the seed of equal or greater benefit. Every adverse situation contains within it the seed of equal or greater benefit. Just tuning into that for a moment. That's from Napoleon Hill, I believe. That as bad as it might be, the gift ultimately contained within it is of equal or often greater benefit. Meaning in the long run, there will be equal or even more benefit than whatever loss or whatever pain was experienced. Another quote I really love, and this actually was shared with, with me by a student of ours in Awaken Academy, beautiful young woman. She had been suffering a lot in, in her sweet young life and 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 came across, well, no, didn't come across first. She was seeing the numbers 818, 
818, 818. You know, probably in the time and the time of day. And she thought, what is this 818? So she looked up 818 and she found Romans 818. The pain you are experiencing now does not compare to the joy that is to come. The pain you are experiencing now does not compare to the joy that is to come. So it's this, we're asking, we're being asked to step into this faith, this faith, this trust in life, trust in ourselves, trust in the divine, that there is profound benefit merged in this experience and let me go on this journey to discover it. Sometimes it might feel like a loss, like we, we're, we've lost something and there's pain and so difficult. But how can the spirit profit? Because we are souls. This, these bodies are our vehicles. So, so often... What is, what is the gift for the soul? What is the hidden message? And every ailment we have, there is a message. And oftentimes, when you look at where you have the issue, it gives you a clue about what the message may be. For example, at the beginning of the year, this year, I had all these wonderful plans about what I wanted to do for the new year. And I think it was one day or two days, it might have even been New Year's, New Year's Eve, literally, or like around that time. For some weird reason, this doesn't make any sense to me at all, I slept in some strange position without knowing, I, this doesn't happen, so this was just, I slept in a weird position and I woke up in excruciating pain, literally like I had broken my neck. It was really ridiculous. I was, couldn't couldn't move and it just wouldn't go away at all. And it and all the I had all these plans written out about all these things that I wanted to do and I was all excited about it. <laughs> and I couldn't move and I had to put ice on it constantly and put creams on it and it didn't really work and I went to a body worker and she made it way worse and it was it was just the first like 10 7 to 10 days of the year was this major neck pain so I had to sit in bed <laughs> putting up with this and tune into all right what is this telling me what is this what is the message here because it's, it's at this really high level of pain and I was looking into it, doing some research, thinking about it, tuning into it, and I realized the neck represents, there's the head, and then there's the rest of the body, and we have this neck in between the body and the head. And what I realized is there was a disconnect. There was too much energy trying to come down from my consciousness into my life through the neck, and it, it just was wasn't aligned so what I was intending to do in the new year all these wonderful plans I had were far beyond something that my body could handle so that really made me realize that I needed to step back and reassess practically speaking what can I do what can't I do am I aligned with my ideas can I handle this and when I once I had that breakthrough, then the neck pain pretty much disappeared almost immediately. But I tend to get um, acute, extreme pain situations that last for a period of time and then just abruptly end, whereas RL seems to have chronic issues that go on for months and years. So we have we deal with it differently. I'm normally totally fine and then I just get taken out. And she's like an ongoing thing. So what is your situation? Are you a bit of both? Are you chronic or acute or or a mix? Yeah. And, you know, I think it's connected to 
our style, like that's Michael's style, like get it all done in one go, you know, and other levels of life too, and kind of take the long meandering path <laughs> and uh, slowly stroll along. So we all have our, our way and, and often the way illness will come will, will align with our way. And as Michael was sharing, you know, the body is very deliberate. There are consistent themes with each illness and we all may get sick in different ways. And it is very, very, very specific to each of us. There, it is not a coincidence. There's no accident exactly where, whatever it is on the body, what it is. So deliberate for, for each one of us, for our own learning. So just to give you some examples, we've worked with quite a few women uh, with, with breast cancer who have, who have moved through breast cancer. We've also worked with a woman who helps others heal with breast cancer. And what we've found is there tends to be a theme of over-nurturing, over-extending for all the others in that woman's life, and often at the expense of herself. And often we've witnessed this healing journey involve directing that care and love upon oneself, setting necessary healing, loving boundaries. Right? So that's one example. It's very specific. Ailments of the heart, you know, quite literally have to do with the heart. Wounds of the heart, resentments, unresolved pain, the closing off of the heart. And so the healing with the heart condition is focused in that space, opening the heart, healing relationships taking those actions to heal relationships on a mind level, on a feeling level, on a physical level. Forgiveness, love. So I'm just really touching on these things and I, and I want to emphasize that I'm touching on them, but it goes much deeper, goes much deeper for each one of us, what it really represents for you. So we want to look at, you know, where is the placement of whatever you might be dealing with? The body is representing the, the subconscious mind. Sometimes it could be very minor, like you keep stubbing your toes. <laughs> Are you grounded in your body? <laughs> Are you feeling your feet on the earth and staying present? Okay. Sometimes it can be more significant. So for myself, a few years ago, I had hyperthyroidism, hyperthyroidism, after a toxic black mold exposure. And the thyroid is the region of the throat, is the region of the throat chakra. And when I looked at the theme of its hyper, which is a bit more unusual, there is it feels, it means there's excess energy building up in that region, unexpressed, unexpressed. And an acupuncturist said to me at the time, dear brother, I said, well, have you tried singing? <laughs> and singing is like my heart. And I used to sing all the time. And at the time, I wasn't singing. And at the time of recording this and sharing this with you, I'm soon to be releasing some beautiful music. So I've been singing and this has healed. The hyperthyroidism is gone. And I worked on multiple levels and it took time. So I, I, I started singing. I also remediated the mold, right? That makes sense. I even, and I, uh, to be honest, I never do this. I even took some pharmaceuticals at the time for a short time when it was necessary. Did some herbal medicine and different therapies. So I looked at it on multiple levels, consciousness, spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, what, what needs to happen. So three years later, and, and it, it was cleared mostly within a year, but the fullness of that message for me to continue bringing it through has taken time. So there's also this profound invitation for patience, 
patient for faith. And there's all these different levels of healing. We've been touching on some of the spiritual aspects, the things connected to our dharma, things in consciousness. But like Ari was sharing, there is also, of course, practical, physical things we can do. So we're not suggesting that you only think about what is the message and that's enough. Sometimes it is enough. Literally all you have to do in some cases is shift your consciousness and you will get well. But most of the time we need to look at what are we thinking? How are we feeling? What is our lifestyle like? What are our relationships like? What is our diet? What are we eating? What are we drinking? What is our work? Are we aligned with our work? And we may need to see various different health practitioners and doctors. And it's really worth being open to change things, change your diet, change your doctor, change your lifestyle, change your thinking, because we're not sure which level it is that is going on. And many times it is multiple levels. It's not that there's just one thing to do and we're all good. We all want just that one thing. Give me the one pill, just give me that pill and we're all good. But unfortunately, that's not normally what happens. So you can tune into it. Where is the physical ailment that you have? And you might have multiple issues. What is the message that that is trying to deliver to you? It's not always obvious what that message is. Sometimes it might be obvious to other people. It's worth talking to people who know you because sometimes we are blocked. We, it's obvious to them, but we can't see it at all because we're so close to it. And then think about which of the levels need to be improved. And it might be lots of them. We've heard so many stories from people who've had cancer, whether it's breast cancer or some other kind of cancer. And they've told us many, many times that they literally have upgraded every single level of their life. They think differently, they speak differently, they feel different, they have different relationships, they're doing different work, they're eating different foods. Everything has come changed. So sometimes that is needed. We have to have a complete turnaround. Sometimes we need to release things out of our life that no longer serve us. Sometimes we need to add things. But there's a message, there's a message. And the interesting thing is that your subconscious mind is filled with vast amounts of information and wisdom. And when you ask the question, what is the message? What is the secret? What is this trying to tell me? If you ask that question to yourself, as you're going to sleep at night, when you're in that half awake, half asleep state, and you're drifting away and you say, what is the message? What do I need to learn? What do I need to change? And you just speak very lovingly to yourself about this and fall asleep. That question will fall down deep into your subconscious where you have this infinite store of wealth of information, wisdom, insights, and you will wake up, whether it's that next morning or in the future, you'll wake up with ideas. I actually have a bunch of ideas on a piece of paper right here that came to my mind this morning when I woke up, not about health, about something else. We do this all the time. You will definitely get ideas. Have a pen and paper next to your bed. Ask the question, and when you might wake up in the middle of the night and get these ideas, the answers are there if you are open to receive them. 
so beautiful. See how beautiful this is really? Like these things that we can see is so difficult and so painful. And I know they are, they are. And they're so beautiful. There's a term I heard once from someone I really loved, brutal. It's both brutal and beautiful. <laughs> it's brutal. <laughs> At the same time, it's, it's so brutal. So since we're already in this space um, of, of exploration, uh, let's just let's take a, a few moments now. If you would like to grab a piece of paper and a pen, or if you want to use some technology you have to make make some notes, we'd just like to create that space right now. Hold that space for you. All of us are holding this space for you to to contemplate these questions. So I'm just going to ask you these these key questions. And then we'll just have some silence and some loving space that we're all holding for each other to, to be open to whatever it is needs to come through. What am I being asked to heal? What am I being asked to heal? What part of my body is asking for my attention? What part of my body is asking for my attention? What's the significance of this part of my body or parts of my body? What's the significance? What does it represent? What is the meaning? What is the function of this part of the body? What are the themes in consciousness? significance of this part of my body? What does it represent? What is the theme in consciousness? is the gift in this experience? How are you, the soul, benefiting? What is the gift? Could be patience, faith, compassion. Receiving support. What is the gift for you, the soul?
Are you willing to let this go? Is there some sort of ego payoff, such as keeping yourself small or some sort of some sort of reason stemming from that place? Is there some sort of block from the ego, some sort of payoff that is keeping you from fully opening to healing? This is looking at the shadow. Is there something that that lower part, that ego, that, you know, we have compassion for that part of ourselves, that, that scared little animal. Is there, there's something that, that that aspect is clinging to. It is afraid of letting go of. Is this ailment shielding or seeming to shield or protect you from something or keep you from fully stepping into your light and your calling? Could be so many ways this, this shadow aspect could be functioning. So just with compassion, with love, just open, being open to explore it. Is there something there? And who would you be if you didn't have this ailment or illness? Who would you be? Is there anything you would do differently? What does that look and feel like? Just taking another few moments to reflect in this space, knowing that answers will arrive in the perfect moment. You can always come back to this, explore, and open to whatever awareness needs to come through. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you for who you are, for your willingness to explore, to open, to trust. As you heal these things for yourself, you're creating a healing in consciousness for the whole collective. It's almost like you're leaving messages in consciousness for others who will find themselves in that place in consciousness. You're saying, this is how you heal this. I'm here, I'm with you, you're not alone. So this is service for yourself and it's service for all of life. 
Thank you for your beautiful willingness. And there really is a huge opportunity for healing right now. I'll just give some some more examples of this to in case you're still thinking about these things. One of the strange things that that I noticed in my own healing, physical healing, is I had these these weird like red rashes around my eyes. It was on one eye and then it moved to the other eye. And I was thinking, what is going on with this? It's a very specific and what does that mean? And the eyes, like we're talking about, represent vision, obviously. We're seeing through the eyes. So I asked myself, what what am I not willing to see? Or in what way am I not seeing clearly? In what way am I being deceived through my eyes? And then the other side of vision is, am I willing to be seen? Because I was noticing what was coming up is, I didn't want to do videos or be seen because of my appearance wasn't as I wanted it to be. And I think this is actually a big issue. We actually talked to somebody, I remember many years ago, who had all these strange rashes all over his face and on his arms and down his back. And it was really extreme. And we got talking about this and I asked him, you know, what do you want to do with your life? And he was saying he has all these things he wants to share and all this work he wants to get out in the world. And he was holding himself back because of these things not being right. And this is a huge issue actually for a lot of people is I'm not willing to be at my best and share my work and get out and and do the service I want to do because I don't look quite right. And a wonderful way of overcoming that is this wonderful mantra I will not let vanity and fear get in the way of service. I will not let vanity and fear get in the way of service. And so that's something that I had to do. And I've started doing all these videos recently and things are clearing up in my eyes. Because the thing is, most of the time, (laughs) people don't really care if you've got a few spots here and there. I mean, who doesn't have something going on? We all look in the mirror and we could say, well, that's not quite right, but that's fine. It's normal. And this, these sort of things are going to continue happening one way or the other. So as you ask these questions to yourself, it's really worth taking maybe one or two of these questions that touch your heart and asking them to yourself as you're drifting away into that wonderful rest and allow that to do its magic while you sleep and just be open to what comes up in the morning. It's a fascinating thing. And I wanted just to touch briefly on something RL mentioned about the payoff, the payoff. (laughs) We we don't always want to look at this because we say, well, how how could there possibly be any payoff to this sort of suffering? You know, that, that's a, a very common response, and I've certainly had that myself. But when we look deeper, we see that there is all sorts of other agendas going on within our psyche. And for example, with the with the I thing, the payoff is I get to hide because I have an excuse not to be seen, right? It's, that's a payoff right there. Um, if you, for example, wanted to, you, you feel you need to do things, but you don't have the energy, let's say, are you afraid of what would happen if you did show up and you did do the things that you want to do? What would happen? Many, many people, because we talk, we work with people who want to become spiritual life coaches, authors, creators, and we, we certify people and teach them how to do these things. 
And this is extremely common in that area where someone has this fear of success or fear of failure, fear of being judged. So if you're slightly sick or have some issues going on, then we have a justified reason not to do it. So a lot of the time, we're, what we're really dealing with is this unconscious fears and strange payoffs that we're not aware of. But when you reveal that up and you surrender it and you let it go and you let it go and you continuously let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go, after a while, something's going to shift. And then when you start taking those new actions and doing those things differently, a lot of these things will clear by themselves. Mm. Yeah, that's so beautiful, Michael. You know, it reminds me too of a book Michael and I wrote that we haven't published, but it is in our Awakened Academy course called Weightless. And extra weight isn't an illness. Usually, I mean, sometimes it can get to a point. It's affecting one's health. But we've, we've witnessed that come up so often that someone feels I have you know, extra weight on my body. And then, like Michael was saying, the ego payoff of that is, well, then I can keep myself hidden. I can keep myself small and I don't have to share, be seen. But the irony and the interesting aspect is as you share and as you're seen and as you step into your calling, the weight falls away, or the, the spots around the eyes disappear, whatever it is. So there's so many layers and levels of this, right? So you really have to be a detective and get very curious about yeah, what's get going your on here. Magnifying glass out, you know, <laughs> and put your Sherlock Holmes hat on. And I'll give another example about the digestive issues. Most people have some sort of digestive issues in one way or another, you know. And one of the methods, what does that mean exactly? You know, why, why can't we digest well, right? What's going on there? there? Of course, there's probably some physical things. We're probably eating the wrong foods. But why are we eating the wrong foods? One of the things that is very, very common is we can't digest life because there's too many things going on, right? A lot of people are not digesting life very well. Or perhaps we're consuming too many things, That's right. right? With the technology and the media That's and right. this and that. So that can that can cause digestive issues and it can also cause headaches. This is another one, you know, what does the headache represent? You know, thinking too much or receiving too much. So if if we are taking in too much information, too much food, too much thinking, too much things, we might not be digesting very well and then when we cut it all back and release and simplify then the digestion starts coming back into alignment and the fascinating thing is that as we make these shifts in consciousness it coincides with your mind, your subconscious mind, giving you ideas to your conscious mind about what practically to do. So you'll make a shift in consciousness. You might be asking these questions, you might get answers, and you start doing things a little bit differently. And after that, your mind, when you're ready, your mind will say, I need to start eating this stuff. I need to stop eating this stuff. I need to see this doctor. I need to take these pills. I need to do this thing. I need to get this body work. Whatever it is, it comes up. Then you do that thing and then it is hugely cleared or removed entirely, right? But that insight of what to do often is a few steps away after the initial breakthrough. Hmm. 
It's such a profound, profound exploration. And now I'm going to touch on another aspect. Sometimes we do everything we can. And we really feel in our hearts and our conscience, I'm open to healing. I'm open to whatever I need to do to heal this. I'm open to the shifts in consciousness on every level. And we're actively taking action and, and changing. And still, the illness or, or the ailment is present. And I think what can come up in this situation, especially as spiritual people, might feel shame. Or, or some level of that emotion where it's like, wow, what's wrong with me? What am I not getting? What's this, what's this, this flaw? How come I can't overcome this? And what we have to understand is that sometimes there are such deep karmic reasons and significance for what we're experiencing. And in this situation, you know, we do all we can. We continue to do all we can. We continue to open, continue to receive the gifts. And ultimately, we surrender it to God. We let it go. We accept. We're open to healing and we're accepting of our experience. I know for myself at the time of recording this, I still have a condition called POTS. And I feel that according to my capacity in this moment, in this time in consciousness, I'm open, willing on these different levels to do what I can. And then ultimately I've gotten to a place where there's been such profound blessings that have come from this that I'm also in total acceptance, total acceptance. If this clears and I heal from it, wonderful. Thank you. If it doesn't heal and I'm not clear of it, wonderful. Okay, thank you. I trust. So we do all we can do the serenity prayer and we surrender the rest to God. Sometimes these things clear up quickly. Sometimes it takes time. Sometimes they may not. But regardless, there's infinite blessings and benefit. And if it hasn't cleared up, there's more benefit in that than if it had at that point. And you know in your conscience, you know in your conscience, you know you're doing the work. So anyone listening in that space, I just wish to hug you and, <laughs> and kiss your forehead and let you know that it's okay. It's okay. You're okay. You're beautiful. And you can let any of, any of those negative feelings go. You're doing the work and you keep doing the work. And you trust. And you let go. And you know that it is all perfect. It's divine. It really is all good. And it's such a, a deep thing. We haven't really talked about this, but we are clearing karma when we suffer. So every moment of suffering, your burden of karma is being lightened and lightened and lightened. So we're, we actually are getting lighter and lighter and lighter the whole time. One chronic ailment I have is when I was younger, I um, was moved from Africa to England when I was a young boy. And I really don't, still don't understand it, but where I lived, the 
biometric pressure in the area, in the land somehow, messed with children's hearing. And I lost, I almost went completely deaf. And then I lost hearing in one of my ears, which I still have now, I can't hear out of my left ear. So that's been a, a chronic thing. But I understand, and if that ever changes, that would be a miracle, because I'm not sure that can change. But I'm open to it. But it must be benefits in that situation on a karmic level, on an ongoing level. Even though it can be inconvenient and strange at times. I can still hear fine most of the time anyway, so it's not really that bad. But this is like a chronic thing. And often there are genuine benefits, payoffs, that we're not, they're not like secondary benefits that we're trying to get, but they're real benefits that we get from things that are very, very, very useful. RL's Pots has actually been extremely useful on a number of levels when it comes to our lifestyle and certain social situations where she, where she has a legitimate reason to not be too involved in things and things like that so there's there's all these things that are helping us in the moment but like we were talking if you can continuously surrender it surrender it surrender it surrender it if it is meant to clear then at the perfect moment it will So just taking a deep breath together, breathing in that trust, knowing, love, acceptance, faith, willingness and patience, perseverance, compassion. For all those other souls who are experiencing or have experienced what you are, how may I be of service to them? In my mind, in my heart, my actions, my words. How can I soften more and have more compassion for our human family? And may this illness, may this ailment, may whatever it is I'm dealing with or will deal with or have dealt with, it open like a flower, like a rose. Such divine fragrance and be in the fullness of the profound blessing that it is in my life and to others. So thank you for your presence here today, for being part of this deep topic of healing. And we are all united in this conversation, those of you present listening now, those of you listening after, for years to come. We're all united, we're holding hands, we're together, we're not alone. And as I heal, you heal. As you heal, I heal. And a beautiful thing that we can all do, this is a fascinating, fascinating reality, that when people go to these sacred places, healing places, healing waters, there have been many studies and experiments on this. When somebody goes to a healing place, or even if they're just wherever they are, and they pray for others' healing, they're the ones who experience miraculous healings. So, of course, we can pray for our own healing and we can do our own work, but just realize that when you sincerely from the heart pray for others' healing, 
that is energetically sending that beautiful vibration out when it's done unconditionally it will return back to you so along with your own practices just giving that out to the world is a beautiful and profound thing to experience It's so powerful, and I'm feeling moved for us to take some time together to hold that loving prayer and intention for others. And I'll let you in on a little secret. I didn't think I was going to share it, but it feels like the right moment. In this past week, there's a beautiful um, chapel here in Sedona called Chapel of the Holy Cross. And we went to a, a Taze service. It was my first time at one of those services. And there were beautiful, beautiful songs being sung. And to be honest, I felt moved to change the lyrics. So I'm going to sing my version of this one song that perhaps you know and think is quite well known. And as I sing a little bit of it, I'm just inviting all of us to hold that loving space of sincere prayer and intention for the healing of others, of our human family. Lord, hear their prayer. Lord, hear their prayer. Make me an instrument of thy peace. Lord, hear their prayer. Lord, hear their prayer. Make me an instrument of peace. Lord, hear their prayer. Oh, Lord, hear their prayer. Make me an instrument of thy peace. Lord, hear their prayers. Oh, Lord, hear their prayers. Make me an instrument of thy peace. Send that beautiful healing energy out all around us to everyone here on the pool and out into the world. Thank you for your love, for your presence. 
energy reaches all of life. We come in silence, we'll go in silence. So in this deep space in your own heart and with the divine, go deep in your journey. Know that none of your effort will ever go to waste and it benefits us all. And I wish to thank you for everything that you've been through and the presence and the love and the healing that you bring and will continue to bring. So thank you. Thank you for your beautiful presence, your patience. Things will continue to get better and better in one way or another as the secrets of life reveal themselves to you. And so it is. Amen. Oceans of love. Namaste. And may your journey be blessed.